What is happening there, citizens of the Reject Nation? It is time to watch Monarch episode dose today. If you did not catch our reaction to episode one, that is, of course, up here on this channel. Hey, John, how you doing? I am delightful, Greg. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Didn't realize two episodes came out, so we're running late yeah. to this. My God. Ladies and gentlemen, please go ahead, roar at that like button or breathe fire, whatever, something that's clever. Thank you to Pepper for helping us edit down these highlights. Also, subscribe and click that notification bell because you know we're going to be covering the rest of Monarch. Thank you to everyone who has joined our Patreon full-length reaction watch-along. That's where you sync up with your own copy that is available for our Super Sexy Rejects over at our Patreon page. We also cover several things exclusively over there with highlights and watch-alongs included. Ready, John? You ready? I am ready. Enter. Green onions? Just like Godzilla's breath? Oh... <laughs> I guess so. Oh my. Oh my. Oh, there it is. The trick. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. Basically. It's not Rodan, but it looks kind of Rodan-esque. Whoa. Jeepers. That's just out in the open. Huh. Huh. Comment below what creature this is, guys. Yeah, it's gotta be one from the Pantheon. It's that shot of the three of them just like looking over the ridge. Yeah, and you had Randa looking all like, oh, what wonder. Beauty. Yeah. You know what I wonder at when I'm looking up at things? Where people can get the freshest drips. At www.rejectnationshop.com. Yeah, sure. It's like that shop protection oh. services. Like you get some lovely Marvel button down. Yeah. And then also we got a bunch of other tees as well mm. over there. Space Babies of the Galaxy. Who influences the influencers and a whole bunch more. And it is one of the absolute best ways to support the channel. Well, wow, this really depends on you knowing John Goodman's character name. Yes, and 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 you know, making the goddamn. Uh, <laughs> he said William Randa, and I was like, okay. And then you know, Bill is one of those names of you could easily lose. <laughs> so you're like, ah, yeah. No, I had to. Yeah, in that moment, I was like, is it? Because so lost for a second. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I, I get confused. I got I got really lost in the timeline there. Yeah. With uh, like, oh wait, which one? I mean, you kept you, you kept me on track there, man. No, yeah. it, like it does. Like, oh, 50, 70, that's right, yeah. Yeah, because I was, because even in the first episode, I was going like, okay, because, because you know, I, I like that they give us the credit of like, okay, we're going to name the years up top and then we're going to let you keep track as we go. There's a fine line between heavy exposition and, and letting the audience but, be smart. But there's there a fine is line a and I am too dumb to take I it. I blame no. show when everyone else is probably <laughs> able to keep up just fine. Well, I, I do think that like, yeah, you know, if we were sitting in complete silence alone you know it, it probably wouldn't be that hard but but they are throwing a good amount at you and they are jumping back and forth and they are riding waves of tension between the two timelines so there are times when you are just like caught up in the immediacy of the moment and then you're like oh wait 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 and and i also appreciate they're going back and forth at times between english and japanese so you know like they're it's i think asking that you process a little more quickly than like yeah. an average show might and i appreciate that uh but what did you think of the episode 
I enjoyed this quite a lot. I think this is building nicely on the first one. And I was, you know, I mean, th- I think first and foremost, like the previous episode, we were mostly wishing like, yeah, I'd, I want to, you know, like really connect to the characters a bit more. But I'm really loving the build of the mystery in the world and the, you know, lore and all that stuff. And here, like they didn't do necessarily like crazy amounts of character building, but I really enjoyed that much more spending time with the characters and you know especially in the past you know uh, exploring this situation like i thought in this one it it got to breathe quite nicely of them you know meeting uh uh the scientists and and wyatt russell and then you know kind of introducing their vibe and dynamic and then running into anders home out in the wilderness and how that came to be um and then you know everything in the present well, they did character building in a different way of uh, holding a, teles- not a telescope. Microscope. <laughs> Same concept. Holding a microscope uh, up in, in different areas via, uh, during the dialogue. Like last episode is a little bit more set up. But then you get these little nuggets here of like motivations behind Randa or, or a little bit more subtleties or details, I would say in aspects of the dynamics and the conversation back and forth, like when in the past in the fifties when the three of them are meeting each other and you get, okay, so you get some about uh, Shaw uh, when he's first introduced bit apocalypse now stylist. And then you get um, with the, I forget everyone's name, the, the, the grandma in the past. Uh, oh, everyone's name. Um, I need to commit her name in particular because, yeah, they said it a bunch of times. Yeah, she's a very important for character. Her by last name, thinking it was a guy. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So the doctor. Uh, the doctor. And then, and then of course, Aranda and his past with the war and, mm-hmm. and uh, understanding their motivation. And a lot of times, like some of the character building just comes in getting you a little bit more invested in the character build, in the motivation itself. Uh, and and then with the immediate moment of the of the present, or at least the 2015 timeline of the present, th- with the mom seeming to know a little bit more than she lets on of the son. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kentaro. I yeah. I am very curious about him, especially because the dad. I feel like he is one of their. He's like the kid of one of them. Who the the dad? Uh, the Kentaro, like part of me doesn't believe that the dad who she came to Japan to find out about is actually his dad. I almost feel like there's some weird thing of like, he's what, like, you know, he looked out for the kid after like Randa disappeared or something. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just projecting, you know, it's, it's, but they, it's just, I don't know. There's but something the, that the, seems. The implication is that. Okay, so we're understanding this gap here because there's grandparents and grandchildren. That's right. Yes, right. That's what we're we're going with. And then there's Randa, who's the grandpa. Randa being John Goodman. Okay, which yeah. is Bill Randa, who we're seeing in the fifties. the The son is the father of the brother and sister, right? Am I understanding that? Am I, am I incorrect about that? Yes, that, that, would, that, make that would be the, the most, because yeah, it would be they're both, Randa, they both the have doctors, a, they're both kid. Randa, right? Yeah, both, yeah, both yeah. The, both the brother and sister are Randa. Okay, and you're so, right. 
So then their kid would have Randa as a last name and could, and would ostensibly be the guy we've yeah. seen in all these pictures. So the son is like when the, when Randa in episode one and okay. and, and okay. Uh, Asian doctor lady <laughs> so, <laughs> said yes. they had a kid. That kid is the father who mysteriously disappeared in Alaska, right? Okay, yes. Yeah. So so I'm gonna amend my theory slightly because uh, yeah. yeah, that that all checks out. I I think yeah, I think you're right. And he turned into a full Japanese man. Because <laughs> it's hard to find a half white, half Japanese actor. Well, right? yeah, you've got you know uh, uh, Anders Holm and and John Goodman both don't have like especially dark you know like hair or feature. Like, you know they have like brownish hair, but they're not like really dark hair. I like so, Wizards like, of Waverly Place, and for some reason David Henry and Selena Gomez are brother and sister. Sure, so yeah, I'll get on board. Yeah, with it. yeah, yeah. yeah. So just this kid who looks just completely one hundred percent Japanese. Yeah, uh, yeah, but. But but now I think you are correct. I am gonna put my you know like bets on your. I mean, it has to be right. I mean, they said they're both Randas. No 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 that. But I'm saying the name would pass down. But I think maybe the the idea is that it's actually Kurt Russell's grandson. These are like Kurt Russell's. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think one of them is Kurt. That was one of the things we were saying in the last episode that 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 one of their kids is Kurt Russell's. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's probably why the mom was being like, "You go see this guy." The, like the missing guy might end up being his actual son. Yeah, I think Japanese mom. Yes. Japan family ran, Randa. <laughs> Japan family. <laughs> Japan family Randa. Yes. That's Kurt Russell's. Yes. And then Americans is not Kurt Russell's. The well, one in America, because it seems like Kurt Russell, the, Ru the Russells have been Shaw- have just been in um, in Japan. Have just remained well, in Japan this whole time. Well, it would just make it so that if he is both of their dad, then it just makes it so that yeah. actually Russell is both of their grandfather. Yeah, it's a bit of a Stark situation, like a Ned Stark's kind, situation. Kind of, yeah. Where like eventually we might find out that not only are these two kids... Because how do you have a family like that? Yeah, like these two kids are going to wind up having to find out the truth about their father who is leading this double life. Only to probably find that they are also helping his father find out more about his son, you know? Yes. And so they all find out by the end that they are a family. <laughs> yeah. And then the question mark becomes, who is the lady in America? <laughs> Who's mom in America? <laughs> this is this is the real mystery. This is well, we, we give a shit about what's going on in monarchy. Well, we so were like, <laughs> what is the family lineage exactly? <laughs> the monster shit is like really fun and intriguing, and I love that side of the of the lore. But in a way, it is much more straightforward than like the actual implications of what this family. Well, is. we know where they're. I, I like that's the one problem with the monarch. The storyline is like we we kind of know a lot already. Yeah, we do, and, and I and I find and so, it. So they have to make the the mystery of like where did the dad go the most <laughs> intriguing shit. Well, yeah, because the but the stuff of Monarch, I'm like, well, we know most of it already if you've seen the three movies they made. Yeah, and I think it's fun and interesting that they've done this because I mean, and, and you know, maybe maybe we're overcomplicating things or something, but I feel like. In, in addressing the fact that, yeah, we already know a lot about Monarch at this point in time, especially, and also nobody, it's well uh, documented that no one cares about humans in any Godzilla-related property. Like, I think they've smartly created this very sort of convoluted set of just human circumstances yeah. to, like, oddly make that more engrossing and, and like, it's still drama, 
but it's also like convoluted enough that it kind of feels less saddled with being heavy, <laughs> you know? Yeah, but I, I think the the thing, though, is like I, I, I find the brother and sister who this show started off with out of everyone here, they're the least, <laughs> least interesting, interesting characters. characters. <laughs> yes. And I think they're putting their all into making the daughter the most they're trying. I think they want that to be the most interesting character, like with having the Godzilla trauma, uh, like, and it's like easily triggered by PTSD. She's the one set up for the most character growth, you know? Uh, yeah. And, and, but but there's so many more interesting people and things <laughs> surrounding I, them. And like the son is really not that interesting to me. See the thing is, I'm I'm rooting for the both of them. The son, uh, the problem for me is that ostensibly the lead, the 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 daughter whose name I also need to commit to memory, she right now is the least interesting character. Oh, she's the least interesting to you. Okay. Yeah, only I because put the son above her. The, <laughs> I, uh, I find her performance perhaps a bit more interesting, but the thing is, the son I feel like has just had more. F- direct focus and a more autonomous plot whereas like the things that are interesting about um our lead so far about kate are mostly like godzilla of ptsd that isn't her specifically it's like a cool device attached to her uh-huh. I, and i don't think her performance is bad at like or anything like that it's just like it is at least in this episode she felt like kind of at the bottom of the totem pole of things being focused on uh, right and i felt like we just spent the least like she has that exchange with the guy in the terminal with tim in the terminal and she has to evade and there's the whole thing with the cops and i think they're doing like a decent job as much as we joke and as much as people like to roll their eyes at you know acknowledging power structures and how you know social interactions between men and women and different races have changed i think they're they're like nicely kind of commenting on that stuff but even there i felt more for the moments between wyatt russell and um and keiko uh, the doctor uh when they're kind yeah. of getting into that versus her going to the police station which could have been one of those very relatable situations i imagine for a lot of people and women especially where it's like i am trying to seek help for an immediate threat and you're not any help you know yeah. and uh and so yeah i just I, I didn't think anything was bad about her character or or involvement in the episode it just didn't feel like they spent much on it you know yeah and i think they're the show has is kind of in a weird corner because we know what monarch is all about already yeah and this whole show with our main characters is uncovering who what monarch is yes i'm like we we know what monarch is yeah and (laughs) like i I think the show probably works best for if you've only if this had come out immediately after godzilla and kong if there was no no i don't even you need kong skull island yeah. yeah, if it came out after the first two where we're not spending as much time with Monarch or, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah, throughout those movies, they're dealing with stuff and we're at least getting glimpses into their operation. There's that whole thing with Vera Farmiga and she's got the device and they're involved with that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, like, oddly enough, like in this recent glut of like, we need to take these popular franchises and build them out into shows like a lot of them seem really ill advised. And this to me actually does not it's just that and 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 that actually doesn't really bother me that much uh, of like <laughs> i think it's funny that yeah it's like where can we 
something like Monarch to me seems like you could endlessly kind of dole out, you know, interesting little revelations because we only saw certain things that they're working on. So I think like there are still ways to make the shadowy organization yeah. interesting. I, um, I, I still overall find the show really fun. Yeah, yeah I'm, but it, I'm really enjoying the show. But like, it does. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but it does. When you, like, feel, when, you, when you step back, though, you're like. What exactly are we shining a light on here within Monarch? <laughs> yeah, and it feels like if they had positioned this after Godzilla and Kong Skull Island, then you could have it be like we're finding out about Monarch, and then you know occasionally we're going to look way up, yeah. you know, in scale, you know, for this movie's like you know Godzilla King of the Monsters or like Godzilla versus Kong, and then go back to the you know more ground level stuff, and they could develop side by side. But being that we don't live in that reality. I think this is, you know, doing a decent job in spite of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, because they're telling a conspiracy thriller right now. Yeah, and I think adding, you know... Uh, conspiracy sci-fi thriller, yeah. Yeah, totally, yeah. and and adding... This is already sci-fi, and I hadn't really thought about it, even though there's so much Godzilla already in all of the Cloverfield stuff, but adding a little bit of that timey-wimey, you know, peripheral sci-fi of a slightly different more surrealist sci-fi sure just just a sprinkling of that on top of it is a nice portent for this show sure sure yeah. sure yeah 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 because uh, i was fully expecting them to come out like you know as somewhere else when they were in the ship <laughs> you know like like you were like some kind of time rift or something yes <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean especially because it's the hollow earth uh teaser yeah totally yeah um but Right now, uh, I, I'm very. It seems like when we talk about it after that, we're not enjoying. I, I guess it just leads me to the question because, like, I'm enjoying everything about like, oh, the way it's shot is great. The immediacy is very enjoyable. Yeah, and then I will get pulled into the immediate moment. Um, and maybe my mind has just been a little conditioned when you're doing your show called Monarch and you're building on a monster <laughs> universe for me to think about how, what its contribution is to the bigger part of the universe no, of like great. what new part of the universe. But in the immediacy of the moment, I will get pulled into like the threat and the perspective, like when Kentaro is in the apartment yeah. and Monarch is coming across like the worst villains of the worst Jeez. villains when we really know they're not actually the worst of the worst. And 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 then you got like opposing, uh, you know, tough lady person. Oh yeah, you got Maria Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then the mom has to stall. Yeah. And that actually had me because I was like, is he gonna go in there and he's gonna like mock something up or, or get some like sure, dummy sure. paper? Like when he snuck out, I was like, oh, this is one of the rare occasions where like that actually kind of worked on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's like the movies always make it seem like Monarch. Oh, no, we need Monarch actually. Like that's what they always they're do. They're necessary they're, evil, or they're yeah, like but they're a not dubious. even that evil. They're just doing some secret government shit. But they they're always they're like, yeah caught up like, in in the pursuits of the people kind of governing them at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So. It's like sure they they harbor secrets about the bigger things of these uh, titans, but. They're not really evil, you know. They're not, yeah. Like at least the movies don't make them yeah, seem evil. Yeah, yeah. no, they're <laughs> they're they are like a, a shadowy, faceless organization in ways that, yeah, like yeah. I think you're right. They're not evil. They're, they're like chaotic neutral, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah. Um, and, and so I will get pulled into like the the immediacy of what the characters are feeling a lot of the time, with um, you know, fearing for their lives and whatnot, and, and then. Am I interested in finding out what happened to the dad? Absolutely. Uh, but I am more intrigued by like, oh, yeah, what did what happened with Kurt Russ? See, that's that's the part of it that I'm really enjoying um, is when I'm hearing like, OK, what happened with Shaw's? Like, how did he go from that to 
where he's being held captive. Yeah. You know, like, like resort prison. <laughs> yeah. 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 What happened with, um, cause we saw John Goodman die in Kong Skull Island. So what happened with this family now and how do we get, so there's like a lot of those intrigues. I'm very, I'm very much invested in and I want to uncover that. Mm. I guess it's when looking at the, the bigger picture of how it factors into the legacy of monsters. It, it doesn't really do anything for me there, but I like when the monsters show up. I'm just not, cause it's like, we know what's going on already there, obviously. Right. Like we, well, that don't, and, don't we, don't we know what's going on? Well, <laughs> well that, and also we don't have Kurt Russell in the previous movies. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a completely new thing that they're going to have to, you know, just, just conscientiously. It's still early though. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. yeah, we're so, yeah, I'm not doubting it, but I'm saying like the the job they have to do is to go. Oh, this guy was always involved, and here's right. why, and and maybe why you haven't heard about or seen him yet <laughs> up until now. Yeah, you know, I guess to summarize it into the simplistic form, what are they going to discover? Sure, that can lead into like a oh shit, we have unpacked something here to the lore. That yeah. we could that that has not been acknowledged yet at all in the film. How are we gonna do something as crazy as like finding Hollow Earth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or because because we already know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, because we'll be excited about creatures, and there is a whole coterie, a whole gallery of creatures you could go for. But at the same time, that's I don't think enough to you know really propel this for a long time. Is just being like, oh, which creature is gonna be next? Yeah, you, know, you need to make that like a monster know what creature of the week. that is. I know, I'm I sure that's some creature y'all fucking know. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, I couldn't identify it. But now I'm sitting here half the time going like, okay, are they going to make up half new sort of generic creatures for the show and then occasionally do like a famous one? Or are they all going to be referential? Yeah. Um, but that's fun. And that's the chance to, you know, there's so many of these movies and so many creatures. That's a fun yeah. opportunity to, you know, jump into the expanded. Because, you know, not everybody has seen all of the Godzilla. No, but as far no. as a conspiracy thriller, goes as far as uh political intrigue uh, i love the music i love the direction uh i i think there's a lot here that is really really working for me and in the immediate moment i'm having a really fun time watching it yeah no and i'm I really like, enjoying this and i like unpacking uh the mystery for the characters and maybe perhaps i'm getting too caught up in the bigger picture but i also blame the show because it's it's called monarch legacy of monsters or whatever the hell the sure. subtitle is called yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think you've you've trained my i think that sets your mind up to go to think about those things yeah no it, does, yeah. it totally does yeah and and then you know it needs it needs Instead of me just going oh we're going to the thing we know yeah. yeah, I mean, for people to love it, it just needs to make some sort of impact that feels pertinent or, or you know, immediate or vital or fresh or something. Yeah. And, and yeah, like... Because it's it seems focused on the family's secret. Yeah. Not really the monarch secret, which is probably what the, which is what the show needs. Sure, yeah. yeah. And I mean, you know, there are monarch secrets within that, but they're not... I think, yeah, it's kind of smart not to make it like... 
only about what are the monarch yeah. secrets because we do know a fair amount of them. And you run into <laughs> an MCU problem where people feel like, oh, I missed something when I was watching the follow-up to Godzilla versus Kong because I didn't watch their Apple TV show. Yeah, and maybe, yeah. In, yeah. And maybe in a way that is a good inroad <laughs> if somebody happens to catch this and they haven't seen all the MonsterVerse stuff, then they're like, oh, there's a couple movies beforehand and there's a couple movies after. Yeah. And, you know, maybe. And I was very disappointed because this show is so much different than the movies. <laughs> sure, yeah. I'm, I'm the curious. They're so good. To the see. They're so big. <laughs> do, we, do we know how many episodes this is going to be in total this season? No idea. Six to eight. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, like, I'll, I'll be really curious. Like, I would be excited if this is something that can stick the landing and keep moving because I think of all, again, things to spin off into a series. This actually kind of could make sense, whereas a lot of them seem like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it needs to live up to. And I'm not necessarily sitting here with a specific set of expectations. I think mostly if they can just keep that air of... Uh, you know, just foreboding mystery <laughs> and that sort of peripheral sci-fi eeriness. Uh, I think that'll go a long way. Yeah, man. I think there's some exciting things to come. And I feel like the dad's definitely alive. Yeah, he's got to be out there somewhere. I think he's definitely alive in Alaska. He's in Alaska. <laughs> he's just sitting on an oil tanker. A thousand percent. But yeah, overall, still really enjoying the show. And uh, I'm excited to see how it ultimately unfolds. And you know, we'll definitely get some more actual Godzilla soon but what did you guys think leave your thoughts down below be sure to uh, subscribe leave a like and hey, hey. Uh, since for the patron of the day shout out all right guys since we only have um, a few days uh, only so many days in a month um, we got a shout out to patrons um, but they're gonna be that of sincerity yes heartfeltedness and love stuff love I want to shout out Chris Wamoff and uh, Aniso Oliva and the same one. Okay. So very recent, did a live stream. Mm. And Chris Wamoff, who I've thanked many times for just being the kind of human being that he is, uh, who is just, just a... Um, Real asshole. A man for that the people. Tells it like it is. Tells it like it is, man. <laughs> Sometimes you need that tough love. Good hearted <laughs> from Chris. Good moral compass. That did, did a live stream and he contributed a five hundred dollar contribution to the stream, which is easily the most anyone has ever contributed. And here's the thing about Chris is that um, he like that was more than generous, needless to say. But I know that he's also giving to other like people who are also very much more in need than us yeah. and, and anyone here. And I know he's actively involved with charitable contributions in ways that are very hands-on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm grateful that you would still take the time out and, and the money too to help throw our way. Uh, and, and in a very unexpected manner, you could give more if you weren't contributing to other things that, Really, I don't see the significance of it, but you but know, you know your choice. could be, could have been a thousand, is what I'm saying, yeah. instead of five hundred. But sure, fine, five hundred. I'll accept that. Why not? Yeah, that goes to help pay some of these people who come here, <laughs> I guess. And uh, Anissa Oliva, mm -hmm. and last time, the time we met up with you in Santa Monica, and just getting to hang out with you and treat you to some games and stuff, pizza just reminded me that 
you used to contribute a lot to our live streams. What happened? Yeah. I thought I reignited that. Chris after. is holding it down single-handedly. Chris is in literally doing so. Uh, you uh, you should you should be giving every I thought I invested money into the time we were out here in Santa Monica mm-hmm. and it would come back via massive live streams. Yeah. And right now I'm just at a financial negative now. Yeah. Because can't even write that off. Yeah, yeah this is <laughs> actually I can. Yeah, you just, I guess you're uh, right, but, <laughs> theoretically. But that's yeah. not the same as you it's contributing just, more. Yeah, you know. So, um, what gives? Yeah, Anissa. Uh, but Chris, how much is there to do? In thank Texas? you for being you. But Anissa, Anissa come step on, the game lady. Up, what are you? Right. You are not Chris. There cannot be that much in Texas that requires your time and hard-earned dollarina. I don't get what working at hospitals. What toll does that really do? Yeah. Sometimes we have to wake up early. Rarely wake up early to Once do a, a trailer. And it's tough. And I'm telling you, man, I need my sleep. Yeah. I need my I need my twelve hours. Definitely. I need my sixteen hours. So you're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we have to say about that's that. all we got for you, Anissa. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry. Uh, no, I want to thank you, Anissa, because I know that we are just jesting here and that I love how I love how comfortable I am with you. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for that, that I really do feel like I can be my full, real self around you. Make jokes like that or um, it wasn't a joke. It was serious. No, I can make, jo- make jokes like that. And um, and then have like a real conversation as well. And I, it's, it's actually a little bit harder for me to find that more and more these days. And, and I, and, and your spirit just sort of allows for that. And I'm really grateful for that. So thank you for, thank you for being you. And you have, in all fairness, you guys, the joke is rooted in the fact that she has contributed massive amounts of money in so many ways over so much time. We go live, people would pressure her into just giving it such a ridiculous joke. So yeah, you're covered for a few years there. Yes. (laughs) But I mean, for sheer force of love and enthusiasm and just being there for for so many things. I'm hoping this leads to more money. Oh, sure. That's that's what you want to convert it all into over time. But you know, if you got someone hooked in a strong way, they're like longevity, they're always here. You Thank know. you. Yeah. There's is. always a stream to the revenue. <laughs> <laughs> we love you unconditionally. <laughs> and we will talk to you soon. And hopefully hang out again sometime soon. And Chris can come along. We can all get together. That would be fun. That would be the that best. That would be fun. Because you know that Chris would pay for us. Whereas he Anissa would. <laughs> would make us pay for her. That's true. Which and is, by proxy, Chris would pay for Anissa. That's just, just not fair. Anissa. Yeah, <laughs> you can't take advantage of Chris's kindness. After after we do, we do. It's not fair. Love you not guys. fair to do it. <laughs>